Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining me for a special announcement. To help me share the news, I'd like to introduce you to some awesome people. Well, I'd like to, but they're not here yet. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if... Wait. I think I have something. Hey, I think it's working. I got something. Yeah, looks like we're in. Yeah, but which one? We've got a bunch of podcasts on the list. Is it Demipia? Oh, or maybe Orpheus Protocol? No, I think it's Steel Empire. Sounds like it's Dungeons and Chill. Might be for crits and giggles. Maybe it's Skyrend. Guys, who cares? Look, let's get our message out there before we lose signal. Anyone hearing this message, we, we, we are cast for change. And we are on a mission to make the world a better place. But we need your help. Together, we can start a movement all over the world, one random act of kindness at a time. Whether it's buying a stranger a cup of coffee, or the person in line behind you, their lunch. Volunteering at a shelter, or for a charity in a community. Or even offering some sort of free service, like lawn care for a day. No act of kindness is too small, and won't go unnoticed. Let's show the world true kindness and unconditional love still exists. We've left special instructions with the revolutionaries running this feed so you can help us change the world. Revolutionaries, carry out the instructions we sent you, and be sure your listeners' acts of kindness are dutifully rewarded. It's time to cast for change. Did you catch all that? We were just barely able to pick up the signal. We here at Seasons of Skyrend have teamed up with some great folks across the podcasting community. This group includes us, Seasons of Skyrend, obviously, but we have also teamed up with Crit Fail Podcast, Demipia the Third Age, Drinks and Droids, Dungeons and Chill, Orpheus Protocol, Slurred Science, Steel Empire, Stranger Lands, and You Meet in a Tavern. Our mission is simply to make the world a better place. We call it cast for change. And here's how you can be a part of it. We want you to go out and commit an act of kindness. This can be for someone in your life, in your community, or a total stranger. There's a lot going on in the world these days that can make life difficult. It's our goal to turn that around, one good deed at a time. And of course, we want to thank you for your kindness. The talented people at Nightshade Creations have generously donated gifts for us to include in a giveaway as part of this mission. Each podcast involved will be giving away what they colorfully refer to as a dish of shame, which not only serves as a dice tray, but a place where you can punish and shame your dice for failing you. I'm just guessing Vale would have loved one of those in Honey Hollow. I've seen some of their work, and it's beautiful. If you want to know more about Nightshade Creations, you can find them on Twitter at JBNightshade, on Facebook at Nightshade Creations, or on their website, nightshadecreations.com. Now, here's how you can be a part of this movement. Go out and do your act of kindness. It doesn't matter how big or how small, as long as you mean it, then go to Twitter and tell us about it, adding in our Twitter handles. That's at Skyren Podcast for our show, and at Cast for Change for our movement. That's Cast, the number four, Change. You have until September 15th, 2017 to enter. All entries, no matter how big or how small, will be considered. You can only enter once per show, but there's no reason to let the kindness stop there. The following week, 
we will select our winner at random. But really, when people are kind to one another, everyone wins. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to ask. I want to help you in any way that I can. Well, thank you for listening to me ramble on about this amazing movement. I'm so proud of everyone involved with Cast for Change. And now, it's time for Seasons of Skyrend. Welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. It's been said that the most dangerous part of a trial is the truth. Without it, proving guilt is an extremely difficult task. Now, there is plenty of truth just begging to be uncovered, and our young adventurers have a choice. Who will they endanger with their truth? Decisions must be made, and compromise, well, that option comes with a price. The door opens much wider this time, and all of you see a much more weathered-looking Colston enter the room. He's clearly been out in the elements for some time, weeks. His hair's grown a little bit longer, he's got a five o'clock shadow going on, and he's got an eye patch. Definitely different from the last time you saw him. Mm-hmm. He walks in with the hood on his cloak down, and just behind him, is one of the other outsiders. His hood is still up. And they both approach up to the table. It says, Earl, thank you for allowing us in in order to speed up the, the proceedings here at the trial. My companions and I do know the defendant and good friend there as he motions over to you. Without saying your real name. And uh, Mr. Gray, I realize I'm an outsider and, you know, you may not have complete reason to trust me, but I definitely believe you would trust one of your own far more. Um, if you will, my wife would like to speak, and she lowers her hood. I'm so worried about this right now. And there is a thin half-orc woman named Lorraine. <sighs> Crap. And she looks right at Kara and just smiles Huge. She's going to break one of the tenets of code, though. If she testifies and gets me killed. I don't know. Oh, do it. Do it. I don't know about the code. Oh, no, you don't, but I do. Thank you, Earl. Yeah, I was hoping my homecoming would be far more pleasant, but... Indeed, I I do know that the three of them... Ah, yes. 
Darnold's girl. Certainly. She removes her cloak, hands it to Colston, and she approaches the witness stand. Captain Thorne stands up, still kind of pulling herself back together. Lorraine, welcome home, first of all. Tell me, how do you know Kara? She says, oh, we, we've worked together in the past. Hmm. Tending bar, providing guard duties. Please. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing so mundane. We've worked together uh, as part of the same group. The same guild. Captain Thorne nods. And at this point, I'm looking at Carl. Like, what the hell is she talking about? I'm looking at you going, whatever she does here, she's sentencing herself to death, too. Well, needless to say, the guild is responsible for carrying out certain contracts. And I can only assume that if she came here, it was to carry out such a contract. Objection. Okay. Blatant assumption. We're here with Samudio. Uh, how old is Lorraine going to be? Let's, let's roll for this. <laughs> yes. Kara and I have both served the denouement. Oh, and she outs herself. Wonderful. Which... Objection. Evidence. Aside from... Oh, we'll get to the objection real quick. I'm sorry. Aside from, like, a Finish few it. of the people Finish who have it. never left the town. Uh, there are definitely some townies who don't know what this means. But all of the travelers, the heads of the city, they know what this is. They don't need to be told twice. <gasps> Gasps. So... Hands over mouth. And you object. Objection. Evidence. Well, aside from my eyewitness account, um, she would have been sent here with an assignment on a card. At which point, uh, Captain Thorne? Mm. Could you explain what this is in a little bit more depth? She doesn't quite put two and two together right now. But suffice it to say, Lorraine is going to say a card very much matching the one that's been presented into evidence. And there's, oh, mumble, mumble, mumble. Um, objection. We never established who's actually on that card. So whether she was sent here for that purpose or not, you don't know who it's supposed to be. Okay. It's true. Does not indicate which. Lorraine will say, fine. I, I don't know what's on that card. I haven't seen it before. But I do know that that is an assignment card from the Assassin's Guild. At this point, I'm just laughing. Uh, Captain Thornstone, thank you very much. Defense. To laugh and laugh and laugh. Uh, Meanwhile, Colson is taking a seat next to you, Darvin. I didn't know your friend was involved. Did you know she was an assassin type? I thought you guys were going to help us. What the hell, man? She said she could help with the trial. She didn't tell me which way. She's slandering my friend. That's not helping. You gotta stop her. Control your woman. Did you really say that? No. Well, I do say you gotta stop her. Not the second part. (laughs) Well, uh, she's she's on the the stand right now. Um, Maybe when she gets off the stand, you can tell her and explain it to her. Be a little late then, but... You can always call witnesses back up if you need to. 
But that's uh, Captain Thorn is done with Lorraine. Arnis, defense's turn yeah. to, if you wish, to question this. Witness. Could you? Just, what does Arnis want to do here? So once again, Lorraine. Yes, Arnis. You are openly admitting to being a member of the Assassin's Guild. Roll persuasion. She's already said it once. Mm, she said things. 23. I was. You were? Did you retire since last we met? I'm no longer associated with the guild. But I definitely was working at the same time as Kara there. So then you also are openly admitting that Kara is slash was a member of the Assassin's Guild. Oh, yes. And I just lose it. I fall on the floor laughing. Okay. Lorraine, how would you characterize your relationship with Kara? When I was in the guild, I would say it's best described as... A friendly rivalry. Would she describe it the same way? Have to ask her. Friendly. So you would say you were friends. At this point, I'm back on my stool, catching my breath. I would say that it was good-natured. I don't know if... And I fall off the stool laughing again. (laughs) Would be the best term. (laughs) This is thoroughly entertaining to Kara right now. By rivalry, explain to me who... (laughs) clearly knows nothing about being an assassin. What do you mean by that? What is a rivalry among assassins? One-upping one another. One-upping. What does that mean? You know how it is. Uh, you're a musician. If you hear someone who's better than you, you strive to improve yourself, to outdo them. And so it is for assassins. I have a different view of musicians than you do. <laughs> prefer to just get to know people. Uh... I'm sorry, I'm still confused. I don't understand how you outdo another assassin? Are your plots more elaborate? Are your kills more bloody? Are your... I just... I don't understand. Please explain Um, it to me. Better executed, if you'll pardon the expression. Faster, less suspicion... Just all around doing it better. Did you ever compete for the same assignments? Not formally. But you did. But yeah. Not sanctioned by the guild. Not explicitly. So, again, you'll forgive me for being ignorant. So, say for example, Kara got an assignment mm-hmm. that was meant to be hers, Mm -hmm. you would have then attempted to steal said kill from her to, what, like, for profit? I'm assuming you get paid every time you complete a mission. In theory, I mean, that would be for pride more than profit. So you didn't get paid then if you, say, stole a kill from another assassin. They would still get paid. Um... There's a whole yeah, I think so. There's a whole I'm going to defer thing. to you there. Um, yeah, no, no, yeah. Stealing, if you're stealing kills a strong pawn, I would still get the money. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah. Definitely. So then, 
what would be the point? To prove you're better. But if the guild is only looking at the person being killed and then whoever got the assignment, how do you prove to the guild that it was you that killed them? Well, it's not always necessary. She would know. And if she wants to go to the guild and say that somebody else did it better than her, that's fine. But why? Either way, I win. But why bother when she... I can't, but I can't keep it under it, control. She's getting paid. It's pride. It, it, it is just a matter of pride. You have a strange notion of pride, young lady. <clears throat> okay. To the heart of the matter here. You're from here. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is my hometown. How long have you been away? Seven years. And why come back now? Hmm. You seem to have been doing quite well for yourself. insight. Okay. I'll roll some insight. I'll roll it too. I got a six. Because I'm terribly curious as to what she's going to say. Anyone can roll insight. You can roll insight too, darling. I got a 19. Darling. Four. Huge smile spreads across her face. Darvin and Arnis, you're... She just... She's smiling. It's odd. Kara, this is a wicked smile. Oh, I came to... collect on a couple bounties. Stares right at you. Just directly at Arnis. Bounties? I thought you were no longer associated with the guild. So I, you... That doesn't mean there aren't other ways to earn money. You don't have to pursue that line of questioning. So I could call I'm, a reason. I'm going to give you an elbow. Like you don't want to go there. You don't want to go there because she didn't get the inside check. I'm like you don't want to go there. The way she was staring at me, I think I could probably put that. Yeah, together. once she says it, like you get. De- oh, you just weren't able to cut her off in time to keep her from saying that. And. uh where is the third member of your party? Oh, he's in the outpost. And who is the third member of your party? It doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it does. I don't see how. Well, you're the one that just claimed you were an assassin, so I'm pretty sure anyone you're associated with, that's relevant. And at the very least, Captain Thorne would want to know who they are. My dear husband over here is... She motions next to Darvin. Right, Repulsing yes. is seated. We've met him. He's... He's not an assassin at all. He's a former guard. And? A whole major city. And my companion in the outpost, also not a former assassin. He's been doing a good job looking after us on the road. Meaning he's also handy with a weapon. His name? I don't see how that's important. Well, then I don't see how anything you've said is relevant to anything. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just being a dick now. I mean, okay, if you want to be a dick about it, uh... I think it's up to the, the court to decide what's relevant. The identity of my companion in the outpost has nothing to do with whether or not Kara there is an assassin. But it's important. It's important to you. Yeah, it is. Because I'm pissed at this lady. <sighs> Rightly so. Lorraine, what proof can you provide that you are no longer associated with the Assassin's Guild? Mm. I need to ask Vale a question then. Yeah. 
when you become a member of the Assassin's Guild, mm-hmm. is there anything that you receive? Uh, well, after going through the trials, obviously. Yeah, once um, you're a, an official member of the Guild. You would receive a... It looks just like a regular like Imperial Septum or whatever the local thing mm-hmm. is, but the... Like writing on it, or there's something on it that is wrong that indicates it's to the guild, but that you wouldn't normally recognize. Like it looks like an oddly marked coin, mm-hmm. but to someone in a guild, they would know that it is a guild coin. Okay, so just not having this coin wouldn't be enough. No, nope. let's see. Um, I- I've got an idea here. Tell me if you're with this, but that that coin of yours that's mm-hmm. off. Someone used it to brand her. That's good. I like that. That's good. Like an insult. Because that's yeah. a way that you can't get rid of. Yeah. It's not something you would just leave behind. I like that. Okay. She pulls down the collar of her shirt, exposing her collarbone, and there's a coin imprint on her skin. And that's when I stop laughing and gasp. Because that's huge. Like, like I don't even have to put forth my formal request to kill her because she's already on the list. I know this doesn't mean much to most of you, but... She could attest, as she motions to Kara, that it means I'm truly out. Um. More questions for Lori? Just one. Lorraine, take a look at this card. And I motion for wherever, whoever has the, like, the card. I'll bring it back up. One of the cards. Do, like, the bailiff thing of handing a note from the judge's table to you. If you can discern just based on the information on the card, who the target is. Well, it would it would be one of the Cortlands. How would you tell which one? I, I don't know. So then, this murder that took place may have nothing to do with this card at all. I mean, Cortland's dead. A His Cortland. name's on here. Well, yes, it's A. Cortland, and he is dead. Yes. And a name that is like his is on here. Not like two different spellings of Sean. No, but there are two of them. <laughs> yes. To say that they're not related is ridiculous. Why? Well, Maybe Kara just doesn't know what she's doing. I don't know what else to ask her. I know nothing. So. Okay. Moroska is going to call for a brief recess. Thank you. Um, this is some news for them. What do you three want to do? Dude, your friend came in here and did not go the way you wanted it to. No, it didn't help. You're, uh... I'm going to turn to Colston and say, if I wasn't in court and basically on trial myself right now, I would kick the shit out of you right now. That's fair. Also, you know your wife's a dead woman, right? You know that? She can take care of herself? No, she's a dead woman. Are you going to... I'm not going to kill her. Himself? I'm not going to kill her. I don't have to. Someone else is going to have that pleasure. I think when this trial's over, we all need to have a talk. Uh, no. Considering you just fucked my friend. I didn't. You brought her in here. So yes, you did. You sent the note, you are culpable. A couple things are interesting. You could have him testify. Uh, at this point, so the tes- the, we're done with testimony. But second. Second. Do you want me to sneak off and see if I can prep our emergency agent? I think that's a wonderful I plan. think that's a great idea. Any thoughts on how to break the ice, so to say? Find a shovel. Or an, an orb. No, there's a bunch of orbs there. I just have to figure out yeah. how to... I know how to use them. You know how to use them. You all know how to use them. Okay. I'm just going to say, like, well, you at least I... know the one 
uh, activation for Well enough that I think I would be able to melt snow with it. A small All campfire right. would eventually melt snow. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to be a fast process, but it's a process. I think the only thing I have left to do is present that notebook. I wouldn't even worry about it at this point. They're never going to side with me, so we need to figure out a way. Oh, a way. A new distraction to get lost in a crowd. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be hard to get lost in the middle of a crowd during the trial. Yeah. Damn it. What? You can present the notebook still. Yeah, I know. Every bit of evidence will have a different impact on this mm-hmm. trial. What I should have asked her was if the Assassin's Guild kills people without a reason. She probably doesn't even know that, though. You don't know that either. No, I just get a name on the card. Some of them have reasons, and some of them don't. I mean, we always do it for an employer, but we don't always know the reasons. Yeah. But based on what we've learned at this point, Cortland was killed because he was married to What's-Her-Face. Yeah. I'm working with her. Yeah, I said present you... the notebook, and then we're done. Yeah. Do you intend to present the notebook? Yeah, I think I will. Okay. It's not going to help her, but it will, like... It'll cast the victim in a really foul light. So, uh, before the recess ends, is there anything else you guys want to do? Anything else? Anybody else you want to quick oh. chat with? Darvin, you're off. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave as soon as I can. Uh, as you head towards the exit, the guard's just gonna ask him, what's going on? I just need you to hang out with your friends? I just need to take a walk. This whole thing is a little much. It's crazy. You're not worried about, uh, Miss Frostfall up there? Oh, I am, but I don't think there's anything I can do about it at this point. I can't be here to see what other mm-hmm. terrible lies are said about her. <laughs> As he escorts you out of the room, he's not going to follow you all the way. He just wanted to have like a quick word with a little bit more privacy. Sure. Between, between you and me, is all that stuff with Lorraine true? Absolutely not. I mean, she might be a member of some crazy assassin's guild, but Kara, no, no. She's, mm. she's a bar much. That's it. Ah, ah, alright. It's a long way to come for a bar wench, but... Man, this is some crazy stuff. Yeah. Take a moment, you get some air. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'll be back. Alright. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you. I'm gonna let you go off. That's where you're headed. The flower place where the tunnel is. Okay. Yeah, it's empty. Cassava's at the trial. What do you want to do there? Go to the tunnel. Alright. You know your the ins and outs of it now. I'm gonna head to the end of the tunnel. Where there is now a stack of sun orbs and a couple of uh, crates filled with money and jewels. Start playing with the sun orbs, see if I can melt some snow. Alright, so are you just gonna use it how you know how to use it? Uh, the one warming activation... Yeah. Or are you going to try to experiment a little bit? I figure... No, I'm going to use it how I know how to use it. And I figure maybe I can just try and place them strategically for optimal... Meltage. Yeah, for optimal meltage. Ooh, that's a good question. How many of these are you using? There's a dozen down here. Oh, God. No? Uh, You start with, like, two or three. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And see what happens, and then... I I mean, I'm cautious by nature. I'd probably start with two and then see how it works. And maybe add more if I get a good system done. All right. You got two going, and uh, once you turn them on and they're going for a few minutes, they're very warm to the touch. You can't touch them with your bare skin for more than just a moment. So to move them, I might have to kick them. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't recommend resting on them. They're too warm for that. <laughs> sure. Uh, 
Alright, so you got two of these, and uh, the progress is slow. But it's definitely progress. Mm-hmm. You can see little drops. Just bloop, 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 like very slow, fat rain at the end of the tunnel. And you're also like push a little bit further. The ground starts going uphill. So make an athletics check. To keep them going up without rolling back down. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Darwin and this tunnel. Man, the bees start like flying around you in a circle, just like, oh, it's so warm over here. This is nice. None of them are attacking you. <laughs> nice. Letting me drink honey from their bee udders. <laughs> Boy, that's totally how that works. That would be <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Yes, this is a thing. <laughs> bee udders. <laughs> Make it. The <laughs> others. <laughs> anyway, recess is over. They call everybody back to attention. Earl Moore with his little honey dipper gavel. This time it is the defense's turn to present evidence or witnesses. What do you do, Mr. Gray? Yeah. Just heard some. Damning testimony from Lorraine. Everybody's at fault for that one. So the defense only has one thing left to share with the court. I would like to present into evidence this notebook. How are you presenting this? Well, I'm going to hold it up first. This notebook... This notebook contains... Well, notes written in two different hands. The second hand, or the second half of the notebook, I believe you will find matches the plans that are already in evidence. This notebook. People start looking around. Just this notebook would seem to be a trial and error testing of a way to weaponize your sun orbs. And while I cannot say for sure who wrote in this notebook, Mm -hmm. it would appear that it was CJ that wrote the second half. The courtroom is just like Getting set off. And we're also asked for you to bring both of them forward so they can just compare the two. Side by side. Okay. Um, oh, that would perfectly... Um, Earl Moore and Captain Thorne are just staring at these two things. Very. They're not exactly sure what they're looking at and comparing like the flow of the penmanship to one another. It's just... That's not what they're looking at. They both rolled ones. On their investigation. Because of course they did, because this is a murder trial. Because it's, you know, it's not important or anything. It's no. fine, really. Maroska rolls a 16. Well, that's good, I think. And her eyes go wide as she looks down at this, and she looks at you, uh, and she looks at Kara, and she looks right to where Darwin was. So, uh, and she bites her tongue. And she 
motions for you to lean in real quick. Arnis. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She asks very quietly, um, where's your friend? Hey, why don't you take a walk? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Um, we, we need a recess. She stands up. Uh, and she says that there will be a, a brief recess while we discuss with the defense this evidence. Uh-oh. Okay. And could be uh-oh. Could be not uh-oh. And she motions for the bailiff guards to come forward and says, Arnis, Kara, please come with me to my chamber. To, like, the judge's chambers. Okay. I, I mean, at this point. There are chambers. I grab my loot. I don't That's leave, fine. I don't want to leave it all by its onesies in the court. No. No. That's fine. The Earl and Captain Thorne look very confused. What's going on? They get up to follow because it's a courtroom and a recess has been called and one of the judges is going back to the judges' chambers. And she goes, it's all right. (laughs) Three of you are escorted into the judges' chambers, which are... This is like a converted library. So you get escorted into basically one of those reading rooms. Got it. Okay. Uh, there's no large glass window for people to peer in or anything, but it is basically a small room, a table, and a few just really basic chairs. And the guards, uh, one of them heads out to stand just outside the door. And to the other one, she says, find Darvin. Bring him in here. Um, do you know where he's at? It depends on what this is about. <laughs> it's important. For a walk, I I don't understand what this is about. Uh, she tells the guard, just go out the main doors and start looking. Just find him, bring him back here. If she would tell me what this is about, I would decide for real. Right? <laughs> what to tell her or not. <laughs> she's gonna... I think she's picking that up. Just... Wait outside the door just a moment, she says to the guard. And he closes the door, leaving the three of you alone. And she's looking nervous. Sweating bullets. Um, okay, this is, this is a thing now. You're, you know, um, hmm. This is something Labrusco was working on. I gathered... Okay. Okay. Um, and it's very important to her work. And if it's ever to be realized, the town can't know about it. Well, I think it's a little late for that. It's only been briefly mentioned in the courtroom. We can divert attention elsewhere. We can make this go away. But I'm going to need the three of you. To do what? To do what? what? Because if it's leave, I'm down. Well, (laughs) it's not that simple. She's dead. Yeah. And her husband's dead. Yeah. So our ability to realize these plans is severely diminished. Okay. Which means someone else has to do it. Okay, so and get someone else. I'm looking at them. 
I'm not sure you are. Why do you... And, and pardon me for asking a question here, but why would you want to weaponize your source of warmth that lets and the thing that lets you live in the snow? Roll persuasion. Oh yeah, that's a two plus a uh, oh a whole one. That's three. Needless to say, there are extras. If you've got that notebook, I imagine you know. So. Uh, <sighs> Uh, what is this plan? Mm. I mean, How is she going to tell you? We're only vaguely familiar with yeah, with Labruska. So, huh? Well, this is just something she toyed with. At the end of the day, she thought that she thought she could bring about change with words alone. CJ, that he supported her. He was probably never going to take action. As long as she was happy, he was happy. And then she died. And yes. And we were willing to write that off. It's just she opened her mouth where she shouldn't have. And then she stares at Kara. It followed CJ here. I don't know what you're talking about. Clearly. And clearly, words alone aren't enough. Let's just put this on Front Street. What exactly are you asking us to do? So again, what's this plan? Yeah, roll persuasion again. Fourteen. In exchange for your innocence, it's just the destruction of a small bit, well... No. In exchange for your innocence, the destruction of a building. Perhaps more. Um, I I think we're gonna need specifics if you expect us to do it or make any sort of decision here. We'll need your friend. He clearly knows something about the two of you. Alright, bring the guard back in here. The guard comes back in. If we get him here, you're gonna start being open about what we're supposed to do. Sure. One last thing. Mm-hmm. Push my luck here a little. That's fine. Um, we sort of have the upper hand. Yeah. As much as we're going to get. <laughs> You've established that I would receive my innocence for this crime. I'd like a guarantee that for any future crimes committed in the town, I have innocence also. If I do, if I do this favor for you. Before I leave. Once I leave... That carte blanche can be erased. If it's in connection with this task, I can look the other way. Oh, I think that can be arranged. Yeah. So we're going to get Arvin? Unfortunately, yes. He's in the tunnel. Ah, I see. Then I'll get him myself. Can't have too many people knowing about it. Luckily, I know that he can defend himself without weapons. So if something goes down, he'll be okay. As she leaves, uh, you can clearly see the two guards just standing right outside the door. She starts it behind you. Mm-hmm. Two are in this little room. Just that one door. What the? And the mayor heads off to this hidden tunnel. And you're probably 15, 20 feet up. Wow. Or out, at an angle. It's probably not 15, 20 feet straight up, but you're going up. Okay. And you've made some distance when you hear the footsteps of a small person. 
Uh, crunching along the road. At which point, I would turn off the orbs and try and bury myself in the snow. <laughs> That's funny. You, you frantically turn off the orbs. Give me a stealth. Oh, no, uh... Shit, this could be stealth, this could be strength, this could be acrobatics, because you're basically diving into the snow. I'm going to stealth, that's my highest. Okay. Fifteen. And find a little weak spot in the snow that you'd been melting and try to dive in all silently. She stops at the end, looks around. Oscar, I know you're in here. Uh, Your friends, Kara and Aranis, sent me. We have a deal. Come on. Can we the snow? Your voice is coming from. She wanders in the vague, like, she's at least got the right side, left or right, of the snowbank. She's probably like 10 feet further down from you. Should have been and she's good. just yelling into the snow wall. I said we have a deal. You have to come out to help. I'll poke my head out. <laughs> what kind of deal? As she looks down. Oh, there you are. Um, for your friend's innocence. How can I trust you? Well, you could always just trust me, but maybe a little more if I had told you that, you know, part of that journal was mine. Okay, we're good. <laughs> cool, honesty wins the day. And you climb out of the snow? That's some crazy honesty, too. Do you climb out of snow? Come yeah, on yeah. All right. yeah. And she'll escort you back into the city, through the courtroom chambers, where everyone is just very like, murmur, 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 like, what's going on? Like, you could see Earl Moore and Captain Thorne looking at each other, confused as all get out. Uh, Colston is there, talking to Lorraine. He's trying to figure out why she did it, and she's just got this biggest grin on her face the whole time. And she escorts you through, and you go back into this little judge's chamber. Very small room. Past a couple of guards, and there are your friends. Okay. So the three of us are all here. Or the three of you are all here. Mm. The four of us. Mm. Oscar, as I told you, as I explained to your friends here, I'm going to offer her innocence. You can carry out Labruska's plans. Her words were not enough. They'll only respond to action. The only action we can take is destruction. Destruction of what? Yeah, that's a legit question, because I'm like... <laughs> Before I tell you, is this something you're all willing to do? I, I guarantee you, know. you it's not a school. It's not like an orphanage or a hospital. Here's the thing. We know... A little bit of Labruska's theory and mindset. It never sounded to me as if she had any proof. Am I wrong? Is there proof Mm. to back up her theories? Possibly. We would need an admission. I can't promise anything until I know what the target is. And how are you going to get an admission if we're blowing things up? Well... Or are whoever you're trying to get an admission from meant to not be there when it happens? Oh, no, the, he wouldn't be there. Other people might be, but no, he wouldn't. Uh, roll persuasion real quick. 
I want to see how much information she's going to give you. Anyone can. Whoever wants to question her about who. I have 16. The king is not likely to offer up information freely. He needs to be pressed. Tell me you're not asking us to do what I think you're asking us to do. I don't know what you think. So... We'll start where she left off. With Count Balance's manner. You don't know anything about our history in Karani, do you? What would the, um... No, not particularly. What would the Earl think if this information suddenly came out? Um, there's a reason he's not in this room. That's kind of what I thought. And how can you guarantee my innocence if you're the only member of the board in this room right now? Although you gotta think that if, and I do say this out loud, that if we tried to take this information to the Earl and she denied it, and I pointedly look at her, is he gonna really believe us? True. We could agree, take all the evidence to the Lord himself and clear our, clear your names by proving that this woman here wants to blow up the Lord's... Directly to Valance? Yeah. I mean, that's for down the road. Mm. Oh, I say this out loud, too. I want her to know that we're I have that. no qualms <sighs> over turning her over at this point. So Yes, I, I am aware that there is some risk involved here on my part. Additionally, the two but, of us are wanted in that city. So it's not like we can just roll back into town. Well, after this, I imagine you would be wanted everywhere. Right. So you're offering... So one city is... Hang on a second. You're offering her innocence in exchange, her innocence in one small town, in exchange for us to be wanted on the entire continent. All for something that that we're not really committed to at all. I tend to like the proof of things. Okay. Um, Hmm. You raise a good point. I find it hard to get thrown in jail for something I don't believe in. Why don't we agree to this? Why don't we agree that we're not going to be your puppets, but we're not going to say anything, and you let all of us leave town completely unmolested? And we'll keep our mouths shut. Do you want a persuasion roll on that? Yeah, I do. I do want a persuasion roll on that, because... That's a nine. Oh, goody. She rolled a 15. Look, I'm not worried about you talking to Earl Moore. For one, not certain he would believe you. You know, person on trial for murder at all. Member of the Assassin's Guild. I'm not a member of any guild. Sure. She says it like, I will take that and pretend that it is true. But behind those words, yeah, we both know it's true. It's just she doesn't care. Like, if you want to say you're not, fine, you're not. And she will say that to other people, but she's kind of banking that you are. I'm not a terrorist. Here's a difference. Anyway, if this attack is successful, we could open up a dialogue with the king. If not, <laughs> there are always more cities. You, <laughs> oh lord! You think that the you think that the king is more likely to negotiate with you after you or your group, whoever you are, after you have proven yourself. To be terrorists? We're we're truth seekers. No. Blowing up buildings makes you a terrorist. Whether you're seeking the truth or not, you will be labeled as such, and no one's ever going to talk to you about anything. And when they find you, they will either kill you or throw you in jail forever. There's a better idea. 
instead of blowing up an entire building, why don't you just have someone take out the count? That would teach them a lesson. There are subtler ways to remove leaders. He does have a point. Plus, I fucking hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) I totally hate that guy. (laughs) Guy needs to die in a fire. You pose an interesting idea. Please roll persuasion. 16. Nice. Hmm. Is this something you're willing to do? She looks at the three of you. Well, it's a lot cleaner than blowing up an entire building. I mean, I don't see that his staff is culpable in whatever it is you're trying to get at. I think between the three of us, we could... And I think either one of them would agree. I don't... I'm not a particular fan of killing anybody, but... I don't know what you're talking about. I've never killed anyone. Yeah, but I'm, sure. I'm a mere monk, but... But I think that, that these two would probably <laughs> agree with me when I say that it is unfair to punish the staff for the actions of the Lord, especially when he won't be there, potentially. My God would frown upon that, indeed. Why not just go I'm... straight to the source? My God would smile upon that, indeed. Would he really? Indeed. Probably. I don't know. Well, if it's something you can do, it would still have to know it came from us. That's easily arranged. I will need you to leave a mark behind. Not a problem. That's easy. She pulls out a sheet of paper bearing only the symbol for the indelible truth, which is the media guild. It's a quill in an inkwell. Wait, she's been a reporter this whole time? What? Labrusca was using the press to speak out against Count Valance and the king. Um, Alright. What's the endgame here? What's victory look like? Immediate victory? No. Like, actual victory. Because I would assume immediate victory is dead Count Valance. Yes. Immediate victory would be dead Count Valance. Well, that's, that would that's simple. That would please me greatly. What does overall victory look like? Positions of nobility for those outside the king's family. So you want to change the entire structure of the government? Yes. Aren't there like laws putting that in place? Sure, lady. Yes. How do you propose to get those altered? We need to impress upon the king our seriousness. Well, lady, I think you're cuckoo. But if you're going to let us go, we can attempt to do this one thing for you. I can't say that we're going to be successful or be able to get (laughs) anywhere near him. But sure. Why not? Objections? I mean, I hate the dude. I object to you underrating our capabilities. Aranis. That's all I say. I always sell myself short. You know this. I can't promise I'm going to play well, but... Mm-hmm. It could be an entertaining challenge. Plus, it'd be good to see our hometown again. we got ways to go before we ever get back. Other things to do that are more important than this right now. But yeah, sure, we'll do this for you. We have a dragon we'll we'll do this for you. Yeah, sure. Why not? In exchange, I will make sure Car's found innocent and just keep this all between us. Sure. Yes. Sure. Deal. Okay. Ah, cool. 
can't believe I talked you guys down to political assassination. <laughs> <laughs> you were never going to talk Arnus into Terrorism. blowing up servants. You aren't going to talk Darwin into it either. No, it's Remember, not my style either. Lawful. Yeah, lawful. I mean, Mine's I'm, my own law, I'm but chaotic yeah, still... good, but there is a good in there. Okay. Okay, so let's go see how this trial Very... works now. Good. Um, she opens the door. Guards, please escort them back to the courtroom. So the guards escort you back into the courtroom. Darwin, you're free to go sit amongst the crowd if you want. Sure, why not? Right back next to Colston. Sure, why not? Hey, buddy, uh... Everything going okay for you and your friends? Eh. Yeah. Well, you know, you've seen. It's not looking so great. <laughs> really kind of not. What are you going to do if they find her guilty? I am a mere monk. What could I do? I, I mean, is that just live and let live and just keep I going on? Die. I All mean, right. I would... Right, Sir Paul. I don't know. It depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. I don't know what the punishment would be. I don't know. Okay. You know, if she's in prison, I'll come visit her or whatever. That's that's very nice of you. Visit your friend in prison. Kara uh, and Arnis is you're escorted back in. Moroska gets Captain Thorne's attention and motions her over towards the doorway. They don't even really leave to go back to the chamber. Uh, they're hushed tones back and forth. Moroska's actually being more aggressive at this point than Thorn. She was still reeling a little bit from that embarrassment that you gave her. Yeah, she deserves it. Yeah, she does. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I didn't think think you really cared about that. No, I was always going there. Whether I could get it out of somebody else or her. (laughs) Uh, And so this is the last few moments here. They come back in and sit down. Moroska stands up and says, thank you for patience during the recess. I believe we are ready to resume. Or more? Yes, yes. As an aside, are there more people you want to call up? No, at this point I'm good. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Roska starts to stand up to kind of bring everything to a close, but Captain Thorne stands up right next to her a little bit faster. She's bigger, so people tend to notice her first when she stands up and says, I don't have any more witnesses I would like to call against Kara, but I think it is only fair that we hear from Cortland Sr. on this matter before the trial comes to a close, knowing that she's lost support of the other members of the the judiciary. She's really just trying to do one last emotional stab into the crowd. The guards open up the door, and in limps this old halfling. He's got a black eye. He's missing a finger. (laughs) Oh my god. His clothes are a little crooked. And he just limps up, sits down on a little padded stool, and he looks around at everybody. Stares at you a moment, Kara. Captain Thord asks, Mr. Fortenberry, I'm incredibly sorry for your loss. I know that nothing we could ever do would make up for the wrongs you have suffered this past week. But if there's anything you would like to say on your son's behalf, I believe now would be the time. And she looks up at everybody just like, we didn't get last words from CJ. We'll get them from his dad. He looks up with 
his one good eye right now. One's a little hard to see out of. He says, To whoever did it, I only got one thing to say. You coward. Stab a man in the back. A real killer does it up front. Let's him know what's coming. I hope you rot forever. He spits on the floor. Captain Thorne sits down as, of course, as a matter of process, the defense would get to cross-examine if you want. He gets up, and as he does so, he kind of kicks the stool over a little bit with the back of his heel, and limps back out. Wasting my time. He walks out. Okay. Uh, Moore stands up and says, that was... That was something. Uh, is there anything the defense would like to say before we close? I would like to reiterate to the court the service that we, and obviously this includes Kara, have done for the town. I would also remind the court that these travelers who came in and accused her of being part of an assassin's guild, we saved from a couple of giant spiders while they were stranded outside your town, not being allowed to come in, even though one of them was, as you say, one of your own citizens. I'm not sure what they have against Kara, but it's clearly something. So consider that when drawing your verdict. They are not unbiased, nor, I believe, is the committee sitting before me. Roll persuasion. 16. Captain Thorne stands up, says, without any eyewitnesses, all the evidence should point to Kara. I wish we had more. It's the best we can do for CJ for now. She sits back down. Of course. We'll roll a one and a two. That roll stands and says, after a brief deliberation, we'll be back with the verdict. They stand and they exit out. Everybody's like, oh, this doesn't really look good for Kara. Oh, mumble. Only one in the area. Mumble, mumble. Assassin. Mumble, mumble. You don't hear so much of the outsider. You hear more the assassin. Uh, Lorraine and Colston are in the crowd. Is there anything you guys want to do before they come back with the verdict? I'm just going to look at her. I have the urge to flip her off. I'm not going to do it. Okay. I may give her a nice barty smile. Like, what's up? <laughs> How you living? Insult her. So it hurts. I'm not, I am I, not I, I casting... I don't know if an attack at this point would be... I am not casting vicious mockery thing. on her here. You can? I'm not going to stop you. You got that loot there with you. But that's a that's a whole other situation you're opening up. Yeah, I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not casting vicious mockery on this woman in open court. Okay, Darvin. Is there we anything don't you... need the people to know that this is a weapon. <laughs> anything you would like to do, Darvin? Um, no. no. Okay. I have done what I came here to do. After... Melted some snow. Yeah, you would eventually get out there. Yeah. It's not like you were trying to go through like permafrost. 
Right. <laughs> snow. I mean, it's been frozen for a long time, but it's still just snow. So, 10-15 minutes go by, and I come back in. Captain Thorne just sits down in a fucking huff. <laughs> She's pissed. Well, and while she should be, we sort of cheated. Accidentally. And Earl Moore, gavel. For attention. He rises and says, Thank you everyone for being here today. I know these matters are never easy. Uh, death in our community is rare. Murder even more so. Believe me when I tell you that justice is on the forefront of our minds. Now, as for the verdict against Kara Frostfall for the murder of Cortland Fortenberry Jr., Maraska, she stands up, not guilty. No reaction. No, 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 there's no reaction. It's one of three votes right now. I know, well, we can't really have any reaction. Captain Thorne, she stands up in a huff. You can hear the snow scraping underneath her chairs. Mm. Pounds her fists down on the table. Not guilty. <laughs> Sits back down. That's for myself, Earl Moore, set to oversee the fine city of Honey Hollow, where I became himself. I must say that the evidence leads me to believe not guilty. And I want the town to know, despite this verdict, we of course will not stop in our investigation. If more evidence does come forward, we will find the guilty party and see that justice is served. Until then, Kara, you are a welcome member of our community. We apologize for the inconvenience. Court dismissed. Hey, justice. Fake justice. <laughs> I just have one more thing I want to do. Look back at Lorraine and go, <laughs> so. As the gavel falls, you look back at Lorraine, and she's just, hmm. Don't bullshit a bullshitter, baby. She shakes her head, <laughs> bites her tongue, gives an elbow to Colston. As everybody gets up and starts filing out of the courtroom, the library and back into the city proper, Captain Thorne slumps down in her chair and just starts, like, picking at the edge of the table. Just like, fuck this, fuck that. very unhappy orc lady. <laughs> She's very unhappy. That's good reason. What do the three of you want to do? Oh, I have one last thing I want to do before we leave town, but I want to make sure I do it right before we leave town. I'm going to try to time this correctly this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, what are the three of you want to do? I really want some of that money. Yeah, I'd like that, too. Do we have the boot of holding, or is that up in our stuff? Darvin. Yeah, I'd have it. Cool, then I say we go to the tunnel and loot it. It's up in my room, yeah. We don't even need to go. Well, I'd say that we should probably go as a group. I don't think any of us should be traveling alone unless we have to. It's probably fair. Probably true. Leaving the courtroom, Darvin, you're headed back to the hostel be at the boot. To get yeah. the boot. Probably We're going okay. with him. I'll go with him. I'll go. You all head back to the hostel. Everyone give me a perception roll. I got 13. 8. 16. Artists and Vale. You know that most of the people are just kind of glad for this first trial to be over. No one's really holding a grudge. Like, there's no one outwardly aggressive towards Kara. Well, that's good to know. There are a few people who are probably stepping a little wide around her. That whole Assassin's Guild thing is a little freaky for some of them. But mostly that whole not guilty verdict allows them to be fairly calm around you. They believe in their court system. 
So no one's really hassling you on your way back to the hostel. A couple people might even say, Arnis, you know, it was a good job for her first time. Thank you. I assume yeah. that's a compliment. So we go back to the hostel, you get the boot. Are you guys getting anything else? Nothing else really to get. Unless, well, I mean, I, I, I guess I would grab whatever else I have left there. You can grab all of your gear and stuff. Since we're yeah. there, like, yeah. I'm just I mean, that's in my backpack my anyway. So it'd be yeah. everything but the stuff that's the outpost. The weapons, which are at the outpost. Kara, you are definitely reunited with all of your gear. That's all you had bef- with you before were your clothes. Yeah. Okay. Where are you headed to? To the secret cave okay. where all the money's are. Secret cave. I don't know if you're doing that right away or not. Oh, yeah. We can get over there before somebody cleans it out. Yeah. Darvin, Arnis, you escort Kara off to this hidden tunnel. I don't believe she's seen before. Nope. We don't all need to go in, right? No. Do you all want to go in? Who's got the best perception to stay I want you guys to out. see all the work I did, even though it turned out not to be useful. I have a plus like, six. See, I, a got start. Much I got a plus nothing. You still needed to evacuate the city. That's true. It's a little bit more progress than you had before. Yeah. It's true. So I'm going to go with him. You stay and be lookout. Sure. Both of you, Darwin and Vale, can roll uh, acrobatics to tiptoe through the little honeycomb section. I got 15. Uh, Darvin, you've got advantage since you've done this before. Yeah, we'll go with the 19. <laughs> you said acrobatics. Yeah. Right? 22. Moving along a path very carefully. Yeah. The two of you manage to squeeze on through, enter this tunnel, and you take Kara all the way down to the end. Where yeah, There are about a dozen sun orbs and a couple of little crates, which you know to be filled with money. Let's put that money in that boot, son. Let's do it. How much are you taking? All of it. All of it. Are you taking all of it, Darvin? Sure, why not? We did get dicked pretty hard by this town. Yeah. Yep. What with the whole, like, I'll find you not guilty if you go murder this other dude. That's not the town. It's just the mayor. No, yeah. we're taking it all. Whoever owns it is either dead or corrupt, and I have no problem taking it from either of those. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see how much money... I need to decide how much money was in there. <laughs> you find 2,100 gold... Holy shit. Hang on a second. 70 silver. 10 gems. Worth 50 gold a pop. Ooh. As you get to the bottom of one of them, you find a potion. Mm. And this is a potion of greater healing. Nice. We like potion of greater healing. So you guys got money. Yeah. I'm not hoarding it. We have it. Okay. But you're carrying it, right? Yeah. He's got it in the boot. Because it's in my boot. It's in the boot. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. The boot I'm holding. We're holding our booty. It's and then, are you guys heading back to the hostel? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know that we need to. We already have all our stuff. Well, I mean, is Sam ready to go? We're just going to skip town now? I don't know. Let's go find Sam. Let's go find Sam. That's perfect, because he's looking for you. Wonderful. Because, you know... There was a murder trial and all. Yeah, he's, he may no longer want to travel with us. <laughs> he was looking around for you back by the hostel, because he knew that's where you were staying. Got it. And figured that's where you were going. Hey, gang. Um, glad to hear about the verdict. Was a little worried there. Same. Thought maybe you might actually be guilty. I knew she I wasn't mean, guilty. I appreciate all the protection services you offer, but, you know, good folk and all. So I need to ask the blunt question Do you still want us to travel with you Given what I, has just happened I still need protection if we're traveling okay. I'm not settling down here 
<laughs> Not that kind of guy. That's fair. So wow. when did you want to take off? I, I think I've done about all the trading I can do. The rest is just kind of being a tourist and having a good time. My plan was either to head back up towards the capital or head the other way back towards Karami where I picked up you fine folk. Where are you headed? Where do you want to go? I need to go to Earl. Farther south. <sighs> we should see the dragon guy. Well, well, we don't want to. We don't want him to go with us to the dragon guy. Yeah, but he can get us in here, right? Uh, do you want to tell him about the dragon? No, not yet. We can tell him on the road. I need to bring that up in town. But I do want to be headed that direction if possible. Well, they're both south. The the city of Earl is more direct south than okay. the dragon. I don't um, think we're talking about the dragon. Not in town anyway. Yeah. Earl, huh? What's going on down in Earl? I mean, maybe you got family down there? There's emotions to RS? No. Car's got business? I don't know, something to take care of. I just need to get in and get out. You don't even have to come in with me. Yeah, I've been there. Um, exactly. Exactly. Got an old flame I need to visit. Really? I, I know. No, I'm not selling that at all. Come on. I, I was about to ask. It's not. Arnis looks very confused. It's not Veil style at all. <laughs> and therefore, Kara could never sell it. Well, we're going to go down to Earl. Jeez, oh, what do they have down there? What can I get from them? Maybe. 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 I mean, we'll probably at least have to stay the night. I understand if it's strictly business. Yep. Just a quick little jaunt for a transaction, and then I'll be ready to go. Okay. Did you guys... He asks uh, Oscar and Arnis. Um, fine with going down to Earl? Yep. Pretty much along for the ride at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know some Elven music, they might appreciate it down there. I have a... Um... Well, I have a... You can learn some on the road. I have, a, I have a book that I haven't had the opportunity to look at yet that I got here in town. Oh, well, perfect. Well, take a look at it. You know, maybe they'll actually give us a warm welcome. It's possible. Assuming I can play this stuff. <laughs> I have no doubt. Saw you up there. Sweet Williams. What do you say we tie one last on before we head out? I think that's a great idea. Sure. I concur. Right. Do a celebratory drink down at Sweet Williams. Yes. Quince is up there playing already by the time you get in. Nice. He understands that this was a busy day, rough day for some. You know, they need the best music the city has to offer. So he's up there jamming on his guitar. The sound just fills the club, spills out into the tunnels. What you guys doing? Get a drink. Uh, how drink are you getting? Oh, I'm not getting very drink at all. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to no. nurse one over the course of the entire evening. I'll probably yeah, have me too. one. Maybe two. In which case, it's a fine evening. People are quite personable to you. At one point, Beth is going to approach Arnis and ask if you're playing tonight. She says with a slight little giggle. Um, I am not, unless Quince wants me to play with him. But we haven't talked about it, so <laughs> probably not. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. You know, it'd be real nice to hear you play again. One last time. They don't know you're leaving. Yeah, I haven't told anyone, huh? No, you haven't told anyone. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not going to advertise that we're skipping town. You have a fine evening, man. Nobody's getting too drunk. Quince plays wonderfully. Uh, it's very 
relaxing atmosphere here in Sweet Williams. And we're all set to leave in the morning. Is there anything you want to do in town before then? Uh, there's one last thing I want to do. I'm going to hold on to this grudge. I'm not going to quite play it out yet. I'm just going to leave... I want to leave a letter under Lorraine's door if I can find it, or maybe just with a guard. Hmm, where's Lorraine staying? Well, there are two places in town I know she might be staying. Let's see which one she's staying at. I know her father is. I could just leave it with her father. Yeah, but... She just might be staying with her mother during this trip. Interesting. She came down ostensibly for her honeymoon and decided to stay with her mom for the trip. Okay. So I just, you know, just write a letter. It's short, it's sweet. Slide her into the door and walk away. And the letter very simply says Congratulations on your first win. It will be your only. Next time you die. <laughs> Very simple. Very no thieves can't, no nothing, just boom. Subtle, subtle death threat. No signature, no nothing, because she's gonna know who it's from. Yeah. And I just walk away. Okay. You spend the remainder of your evening in town and are all set to leave in the morning. But yeah, when she returns to her mother's place that night, her and Colston and Aster retire to Master's house. And she finds this note on the ground. Late, late at night. She reads it, immediately knows that it's from you, and she wants to just run off down the tunnels, find you right now, and <laughs> you. But Colston convinces her otherwise to stay and have a nice good night with her mom. Colston, Lorraine, and their friend is <laughs> staying with them as well. So when you go out in the morning collect your stuff. Captain Thorne is not in the outpost. It is just some other guard. Some low-ranking guard. And they let you out. Smoothio and Sniffins. Smoothio will send Sniffins with you. He's gonna go get the wagon and the horses by himself. So the four of you head up mm -hmm. and go wait outside. And Oh, as you're waiting, there are these two giant spider-like bodies sitting in the snow. Yeah, Still there from the other let's investigate Let's those. investigate those, shall we? You want sure. perception or investigation? Uh, perception or investigation. Our investigation check okay. is a 16. Perception, 11. Okay. I got uh, 14 perception. Some dead-ass bugs, darling. <laughs> dead bugs. Big dead bugs. Arnis and Kara, uh, as you're looking over these bodies, you can see on, on them, it's it's kind of hard to tell which is the front and which is the back, since it's just the four long legs, the four really stubby legs with the hooks on the end, and then the mouth on the underbelly. There are no eyes. But as you're looking over the exterior of their main body shell, it's very dark on the underside, gets lighter up near the top, kind of like a, like a snow-capped boulder. And you notice amongst some of the not hairs, but like spines. Very short, fine ones. Mm -hmm. In the bodies, you see some pores, I guess you would call them. And in them, there's like a needle that's probably meant to extend in some fashion. Which you did not see during the fight, but it's there. It's just kind of like embedded within their bodies. That's creepy. As you're looking over them, the guard's just standing there in the doorway watching you and he's... Some scary shit. Hope you don't see any of those out there on the road. What are these things? 
We call them sentinids. Okay. They're usually east of the river. So seeing them here is worrisome. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Sniffins is giving him a, a good once-over. I find things. He's just going up to each of you, giving you a nice little nudge in the hand, trying to get a, a good scratch in the head. Oh, I'll pet the oh. poor dog. Me too. Oh, I always pet the dog. Dog and I are buddies. Didn't know if you were still friends with Sniffins. It's been so long. Sam. As long as he, I grow on him, he'll grow on me. And before too long, Sam comes over with the wagon. It's got a lantern hanging off the hook, burning in front. So we headed to Earl, then, I guess. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That is currently the plan. To Earl. To Earl. All right. Well, bundle up. Get cozy. It's gonna be a ways. Four of you, along with Sniffins, roll out into the snow. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at DunkDesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com.